That's not Princess Diana's ghost. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry at M. Judson Barry on socials. And let's get into these headlines. Today, all hail the king. The coronation of Charles III took place at Westminster Abbey this past Saturday. His crown was set with nearly 3,000 diamonds, but the day's finest jewels were, of course, the Twitter memes. Then, you've heard of red flags, but what about beige and green ones? This TikTok trend shows us what people love or just sort of notice about their partners. And finally, in breaking news, the internet has found another niche animated character to fixate on. And this time the winner is... The Random Boy Dancing at the End of the Lorax. Congratulations, Random Boy Dancing at the End of the Lorax. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new on our timelines, shall we? Yes. Perry, if I were a fish and you caught me, would you say, look at that fish shimmering in the sun? Michael, no, probably not. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, my latest obsession is The Fish Song by TikTok user at Hi Karuk, whose performance name is just Karuk. Oh, yes, I have heard this. <laughs> I think it's just so sweet. You know me, I love a wholesome post. Mm-hmm. And it's song. It's just about like loving your body and being happy in yourself. And uh, I love that moms are latching onto this and playing it for their kids. I think it's really sweet that like... You know, if she were a fish, she would want this. So I think, I just think the message is absolutely adorable. As does Miranda Sings, uh, Colleen Ballinger, who commented, I've been playing this on repeat for my kids. Thank you so much. Just because it's such a sweet message. It is a very, very sweet message, Michael. And I am not one to poo-poo things that people love, (laughs) especially when the lyrics of said things include really a failsafe that says, why is everyone on the internet so mean? So if I were to say anything disparaging or unbecoming of my opinions on this song, I would be Mm -hmm. one of those mean people on the internet, which you're not going to catch me slipping and doing any of that. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why slipping just made me think of stepping on a fish and slipping and falling down like slippery things on a fishing vessel (laughs) you know I also love fish I'm a marine biology girl through and through a song about fish why not and body Mm -hmm. positivity love it oh my god we finally found a sweet wholesome thing that you enjoy Michael I'm lying I hate the song you know this (laughs) it's so annoying to me I don't care for it nor the related things around it. And I've heard it a million times, and if I hear it again, I'm gonna die. Oh no! Okay, well turn your phone off, because it's definitely gonna come up again, because it's so hot right now. So, please don't die. I still have to do this by myself. Listen, 
I love how wholesome that is, Michael, for you mm-hmm. and those who enjoy that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, uh, would like to share with you a video I have seen from user Connor Heese on TikTok. And it's uh-huh. his imagination and interpretation of what blue-eyed people do when no one else is around. And what? it's just like two blue-eyed people and they just look at each other and they're like... <laughs> like these like foul ghouls and I saw it and I was like that's so true that is what blue eyed people do and I know because I'm one of them and I'm like how did he learn our secret language so you just walk around with like a baby raptor like it's a blue eyed person language that only we can speak <laughs> that sounds very cryptic and demonic in nature my God, this explains why I think I've just been in buildings that I thought were haunted when in fact it was just blue-eyed people <laughs> behind closed doors. Yes. Whew, I feel so much better. I was going to have to call the Long Island Medium. <laughs> or the Long Island Large. Um, oh, but also, man. You put on your blue contacts and let's chat about something. Ooh, I'll put them on just... <laughs> What's that in blue eye? Well, you just called me a bitch, which is fair. Oh, see, look at I'm already fluent. <laughs> No, but if you haven't watched this video, besties, go check it out. And it also reinforces my hatred for blue-eyed people. Like, I just find them so unattractive, even though I am one of them. And it's because, like, there's, like, a creepy, cold, weird, villainous quality to blue eyes. What? I just think they're so beautiful. I love blue-eyed people. They're piercing, and they're like the Mm -hmm. White Walkers. They're like zombie eyes. Oh, I just think Pierce Brosnan. Like, that kind of, like, people look like that with, like, dark hair, blue eyes. It's so beautiful. Dick mm. Hall, me when I wear my contacts. Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but look how handsome you are with your gorgeous soft brownies. They're so oh, cute thanks. and warm and welcoming and not demonic at all. Oh. And they did write a song about them. But my brown-eyed girl. That's true. Lady Gaga also wrote a song called Brown Eyes. No oh. one's writing blue-eyed songs because it's a little Nazi-like and everyone's afraid. Oh, okay. Well, on that note, let's get into the social, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> we shall. Hear ye, hear ye, I hereby announce the newest monarch of England, King Man Who Cheated on Princess Diana Spencer. Ooh, while all the people of England took to Westminster Abbey to watch the coronation, the people of the world took to Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok for the occasion. Paris with more on the day's royal memes. That's right, Michael. So, Charles, the son of Queen Elizabeth, is now the 40th monarch in British history. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. And the internet obviously has been having a field day because it was like a global event. And obviously, the globe had to get involved and share their hot takes, including everything from what the king was wearing to Camilla being deemed the queen and not just the queen consort. And also, the entire royal family was there, minus Meghan Markle. But mm-hmm. apparently, Harry got the hell out of there as soon as things were over and he did not stay day for any lingering or any festivities, which I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he bounced, apparently. Um, nice of him to I, show up. Nice of him to show up. That's yeah. true. As he chose to sort of remove himself from the family. Uh, I, I have been living for all of the social media stuff around the royals. Yeah. Um, as most people in my life know, I am like an avid Anglophile. I love you like are. all things British. Yeah. 
Um, except to some people, when you say I'm an angli- Anglophile in public, people are like, what? It's like, no, no, no. It just means I like British <laughs> things. <laughs> Any files are always a little sus. <laughs> yeah, it's a little like, um, So I have just, I've absolutely loved all of these. From the ones where it's the, the picture of King Charles standing there with the two scepters. And people are putting different comments on there, like my dad's reaction when he asks for, asks for a screwdriver. And I bring both the flathead and the Phillips head to him. Yeah. <laughs> I saw another really good one from Derek Guy at Die Workwear, who it's the picture of Charles holding the things, just looking vaguely disinterested. And the the caption is, me wearing my expensive online pur- purchases, only to realize the horrifying void is still in me. It's very like, that. <laughs> he looked so empty or like sleepy. He, d- he did. And so did Camilla, which can we just comment all the people who have translated the song as she's walking in, they're singing this like, very traditional song, but it sounds like they're singing Like a Vagina, Camilla. Oh my God, stop. What? It's like Latin? Yeah, yeah, but it's like Regina. It's supposed to sound like that, but it just sounds like they're saying Like a Vagina, Queen Camilla. It's... Oh no. It's hysterical. Um, Speaking of Camilla, I love the uh, the Instagram reel from... Let me just double check. I have the right person. Uh at Mr. Mark O'Donovan, who had like this little video of her with this little cheeky smile. And it's the audio clip from My Name is Earl. And it's like, yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. (laughs) Yeah, with the record (laughs) scratch. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how did she wind up here? How did she wind up here? Well, according to every meme we saw, all you side pieces hang in there because you too can be Queen of England. Listen, that's determination. Is she a Capricorn? Because she was definitely playing the long game. I mean, probably. Um, I love the comment after with the the My Name is Earl one from Garfus, who said she's probably not part of the First Wives Club. Ooh. Oh, oh my God. If they did like a First Wives Club that was like royals. Uh-huh. Because be honestly, fun. the reactions from the different camps have been great because I forgot just how many, especially like the gays, just love Diana. Yeah. And they like, oh, the amount of like vitriol towards Camilla has just been amazing. I mean, and- I won't pretend that I have any vitriol towards any of them necessarily because I don't pay that much attention. But if a woman gets crowned, I'm for it, you know, even if she's mm. evil. Well, I don't know if she's evil. Like, because oh. it is one of those, they they were in love. And then, like, he was sort of forced to marry Diana. And so it just sounds like this was a lose-lose-lose situation for everybody involved. I don't know. I don't Except know Except the two personally. that just got crowned king and queen. I think well, they probably came out with a win here. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Not a lose-lose across the board. Speaking of crowns, did you see the tweet from at Gayla V? Yeah, you in, sent me so many Gay Levy tweets that day. I did. I was on a roll. Gay Levy was one of my favorites that day. <laughs> he was he was on fire. The he one was. that killed me the most was the uh, Devil Wears Prada reference, where it's like, <laughs> are you wearing the the commemorative King Charles III coronation crown from Burger King? Yeah, I am. And then he has a photo of him like with a glass of wine wearing, I guess this is a real Burger King crown that says King Charles III coronation 2023. This is probably like going to sell for at least $10 years from now. Oh, yeah. And he's got this cheeky little smile. (laughs) He looks very British. His other tweet that just killed me was, It's so special being in London for the coronation, knowing we may have to wait months or maybe even years for another occasion like this. 
I'm going to be honest. At first, I did not get it. And then I was like, oh, because he's going to die soon because he's so old. (laughs) And his mother was queen for so long. Uh, Yeah. Queen Elizabeth, because she became queen when she was, what, like 21? And then she lived forever. A hundred years, yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you see all the videos of somebody catching the Grim Reaper running by the window? And at first, I thought it was fake, but I don't think it is. And I can't tell for sure. If you haven't seen it, check out STX AWBS. Um, it did a video of like, is that the Grim Reaper? And it like comes in and you just see this black figure run past a door. Literally, yeah. And I'm like, is somebody, is that like a prank? Also, how did somebody get that close to the ceremony for their shenanigans? Or is it just clever video editing? I cannot tell. But what I can tell is that the user that posted that video definitely called the Grim Reaper the Death Ripper and yeah. then proceeded to get ripped in the comments for it, but also celebrated because he sounds like the Death Ripper would be like the British version of the Grim Reaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what at Kippo commented. Death Ripper is Grim Reaper's British cousin. It's like, hello, I'm the Death Ripper. I'm here to take you to the other side. If you'd like to follow me, please. I don't have a scythe, but I am rather spooky. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There was another comment from uh, user N that just said, nah, that's Princess Diana. (laughs) (laughs) Like her ghost just comes by to be like, see you soon, oldies. Another star of the show, as per usual, was uh, Prince Louis, uh, Princess Kate and Prince William's son. Is he the gay one or no? He's the youngest one. The gay one also had a lot of really great memes because the gay one, we don't know if he's gay. Of course. There's a lot of pictures of him just like... Queening out as a young child. Queening out as a as child. Where we do. Is he, it's like, is he gay or just British? It's hard to or say. Or just feminine, maybe. Who's yeah. to say? Uh, no, he was in a line with these other kids doing a different thing. And he actually, there are great pictures of him just looking so unamused. Like, he just doesn't <laughs> want to be there. Because he's like eight. He's probably like, I'm hot. I'm bored. Bored as hell. Yeah. It's um, like when your parents take you to church and you're like, why am I being punished? Yeah. But Louis got to be there with the family and he's he's little. I think he's like four. And so he's just all over the place. <laughs> and if you've seen um, the at Kristen, uh, Kristen Colvoy did lip reading videos to Prince Louis and they're just... Mm-hmm. They're so funny of him just like <laughs> waving his arms around and then guessing what they're saying. And then she did one of Kate Middleton as well. Cause there's like uh-huh. a, a scene where Kate's like in the background and like Louis kind of doing some hand choreography in the front. And she's like, um, are the cameras for us or until after the planes pass? Yes. Yes. And lip reading is actually very solid from somebody yeah. who has recently got into lip reading. Oh, this user is doing a very good job. Wait, I loved the one that you shared on Instagram. It was like the comparison of the two children and then David and Alexis from Schitt's yes. Creek. I was like, wait, that's <laughs> so accurate. Who posted this? And I was like, wait, Michael posted it because I was going to send it to you immediately. I saw it and I was like, Michael has to see this. Oh, wait, I'm an idiot. He's the one that posted it. Oh, a lot of people sent me that because they really are. They they really are real life, David and I Alexis. I love that. I want to watch that show. Oh, yes. It's like The Crown meets Shit's Creek. It would be hysterical. Yeah. And just like being at the Royal Anything and just being like, ew. <laughs> uh-huh. Did you see the one, too, of Kate Middleton? One of the the most iconic pictures of her from the whole thing was she's turning and giving like a little bit of side eye to the camera with this little like very serious look. Ooh, and people are no. comparing it to Ursula when she becomes a person in Little Mermaid. Vanessa? Vanessa. She looks <gasps> just like Vanessa in this one look. Oh my and God, they I'm were like, in Vanessa. case anyone's wondering if Kate Middleton is in fact a Disney villain. <laughs> now, <laughs> I love her. I think she's great. But for people who don't love her, it was like, it was very much shared and it was very funny. 
Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. <coughs> oh, yeah. She looks good. Oh, she look. Kate Middleton always that looks good. That eyebrow is doing work. <clears throat> yeah, she she's perfection when it comes wow. to styling, I think. I think okay, she's cool. one of those people who takes her job very seriously. And you I know? love and respect that in any way. You know, she and William are like, you know what? This is our job. We're prince is and princess and we're going to do this. Probably. Because she also is turned him a down a while for a long time before she agreed to marry him. Uh, anyway, I'm rambling because I love this <gasps> stuff she's so much. She's a Capricorn. Okay. Takes her job seriously. Guessed mm-hmm. it right away. Yeah. Mm. And the sensible shoes. Ugh. Okay. I have a gift. Yeah. I'm sorry. It doesn't surprise me at all. I feel like you and she would be very good friends. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, my question, is she ever going to be queen? Oh, per- for sure. Like, is she in line for that? Yeah, because she's married oh. to William. He's next in line. Oh, yeah. We're going to have them as king and queen. And eventually, and I'm so excited for that day. That's so hot. Which, uh, as was mentioned earlier, could happen in a matter of weeks, months, or years. <laughs> uh, send us your favorite royal memes, gifts, comments at thesocialdosepodcast.com because I cannot get enough of these personally. So send me all of your favorite ones and I, I will just sit and enjoy them. We'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. And we're back. Michael, you're obsessed with all this stuff, but would you actually ever want to be part of the royal family? Like, could you be king or queen? Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, Ideally, I would rather be like the spare, the hairy position, because you can kind of have fun. Or like Princess Anne. Like, you can have a good time because you don't have to worry that much about becoming king. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I would. You know, it seems like a very stressful job. You have literally no privacy. But... I don't know. I, I'm so fascinated by them. I I think I would. And I would try my best to be like a Kate Middleton, where I'm like, okay, this is my job. It's like a role that I'm playing. Yeah. And I will, I will study. do this. And you have so much opportunity to do good. They have so many resources to sort of I like help nice. the world. I know yeah. that people equate them to like the British mobsters, but, you know, <laughs> they have so much power to like do good. And it seems like William and Kate are trying to do that. So I appreciate that. And I, could I think be there's a lot of like, good work that is meant to be done. And uh-huh. I think you would be great at it because obviously the monarchy loves colonization and we kind of have to clean that mess up. Um, yeah. But no, I could, I would not do it. I would not at really? all. No. Oh, I, I one, I love my privacy. Get away from me. Don't talk to me. Mm. Don't touch me. And like, don't people dress them? They like, don't even get dressed. Um, who <laughs> do you think was the best dressed at the coronation? I did not see a single look that I thought was good. I'll say that. I think everybody pretty much looked decent at best, like shit at worst. I didn't care for any of the looks. The the style wasn't given. This wasn't a fashion event, was it? Was it supposed to be? No, I mean, there were a lot of hats and fascinators. Yeah, Uh, it's a very tacky, very like Kentucky Derby fashion show. It's like now. Which was the same day. It was a great day for hats. Like if you were in a haberdashery, this was a good weekend for you. (laughs) Honestly, yes. And in the Kentucky Derby. Fascinators are thriving. I did see Katy Perry's look because I dubbed over her being lost, trying to find her seat. Um, <laughs> Which was but even so that, funny. I was like, it's giving like Sunday church lady. Like, it's not necessarily giving like, oh, I would wear that, you know? Uh-huh. Plus, I feel like they have to wear so many like robes and like uniforms and stuff that's not cute. 
Oh, I think it's fun. I don't know if this was necessarily best dressed, but she was just my favorite person. And I did like what she wore was British MP Penny Mordaunt. She like held the coronation sword. So this woman in like stilettos in this awesome like blue dress with a blue cape and this like little headpiece and it has little like gold <gasps> leafing Ooh. on it. And she had to hold this sword for two hours. And people are calling her like the MVP of the whole coronation. I mean, she's yeah. an MP, but. Okay, I did not see this look. This look is actually a serve. This she's is giving like fierce. a Harry Potter witch coming in and like right? really owning her own shit with the snatched back hair, the little mm-hmm. hat. And the sword is obviously the chicest accessory of the obviously. day. I didn't see the sword. And she held that thing for two hours without blinking. Yeah. Like, bam. Talk about a strong person. I just pulled up a Cosmo article and the headline is Penny Mordaunt did major prep so she could carry that sword. So I guess she was like doing extra workouts at the gym in preparation. I guess how does one do a sword workout? Maybe that'll be know. the next new just hot like workout. Carry a heavy weight around the house all day for two hours <laughs> to build up your endurance. Did the shake weight have a comeback for this? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you know she's in there using the shake weight like this sword ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just picturing a very proper British woman being like, oh, with that shake weight. <laughs> Did you see Victoria Beckham in the ugliest green? dress I've ever seen. <gasps> no. What is that color again? Is that chartreuse? Chartreuse, yeah. Chartreuse. That is chartreuse. She's behind. I thought chartreuse was last year. I don't think chartreuse should ever have a year. But also she <laughs> looked so different. Was she debuting a new face? Perhaps. I feel like she got a little lift, a little tuck and was like, hey, this is my new face. Get into it. Which I support that. But the gown, not for me. Yeah. I love the other celebrities like you did Katy Perry looking lost. The little moments <laughs> where they captured them. There's a great one of Maggie Smith just looking so unamused. Oh, you have to send me that. She's still alive. Wait. Yeah. And people who, again, like Glenn Close, I follow a lot of Maggie Smith accounts. Oh, and yeah, a lot that. of Maggie Smith and Maggie Smith impersonators were like, one thing I love about Maggie is she never pretends to enjoy herself when she's not. Because <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's also a Capricorn. Because she's also a Capricorn. Maggie Smith famed Capricorn. <laughs> she was not there for it. <laughs> but you know who was there and excited? Emma Thompson with her very handsome husband. Mm. I love that. Oh, wait, Talk I just about found the photo beautiful of Maggie couple. Smith. Yeah, she looks like a detective in the 1920s who's just like <laughs> had it up to here with your bullshit. <laughs> Doesn't she? I need to see this movie now. She does. Maggie Smith investigates. Yeah, she needs like a magnifying glass and a spinoff. I want you to cut to the chase before I tell you who the murderer was. <laughs> Excuse me while I lower my brim a bit. It's rather sunny and I can't see the evidence. <laughs> that was a Thank terrible you, Dame Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. <laughs> You're very welcome, Paris. This Justin, expert vexillologists, yes, I know what that word means, are studying new colored flags when it comes to relationships. Red and green are obvious, but what about those odd little things your partner does that don't mean you should break up necessarily, but do make you go, huh? Introducing beige flags. Michael Judson Berry with the scoop. Yes, so green flags are easily defined. They are the things about your partner or your relationship that are healthy, that you like. Like when they meal prep for you or they buy you a lightsaber because you really love Star Wars, things like that. 
But beige flags just recently entered the chat thanks to the chronically online culture that allows us to define things like this. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of defining them, thank you, TikTok user at Avery Brin one who defined beige flags for us like this. Something that would cause a person to take a three second pause and then continue on with the relationship. Mm. <laughs> yes, uh, little, little things that just, yeah, truly make you go, Hmm. Huh. But then you're like, not a deal breaker. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, uh, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I was just looking up the post from uh, Avery Brin one at uh, Avery Brin one who said, okay, in this TikTok, besties. Uh, it's one of those posts where it's, you know, just sort of a little video of just mostly her eyes and a lot of text over it. And it says, besties, a while back, I asked everyone what their beige flag is, and it had me feeling real silly goofy. Note, a beige flag is uh, simply something that would cause someone to take a three-second pause and then continue on with the relationship, as we said. For, and the example she gives, for example, fiancé John is terrified of astronauts. Like, he spooks. It's just a little cute quirk about you. It's endearing. Anyway, tell me yours right now. So hers was, he's spooked by astronauts with it, I think is kind That's of hilarious. That's perfectly harmless, you know? Yeah. That's as beige as they come. But also, like, astronauts are a little scary. I can I can kind of see that. That's true. Like, especially when, like, the, the helmet is, like, opaque and you can't see who's behind it. Yeah. Not as scary you know as clowns, but in the same camp. Same Have you camp, seen... for sure. Yeah. Have you seen some of the fun comments on that one? One of them from user Liv said, Rigatoni, yes, the pasta noodle, makes me so incredibly upset. I have sobbed before, just trying to explain why it makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, no. <laughs> it's giving, like, Irrational Fears episode of Mari. Do you remember when, <laughs> like, people would go on Mari and be like, I'm afraid of cotton balls. And then Mari would be like, well, don't look behind you. And it's like a man in a cotton ball suit terrorizing her. <laughs> I can kind of see that. What's that where people say, like, oh, don't be a wet noodle. Maybe this, maybe someone <laughs> called this person a wet noodle one too many times when they were kids. And now they just like a rigatoni noodle, a rigatoni. Don't be an old rigatoni. Speaking of fun of textures, freaking people out. Did you see the one from at alluring skull, the Lexapro one? Oh yeah. That was odd. Especially that it's like related to Lexapro. So basically yeah. besties in the video, they talk about how their partner recently started taking Lexapro. And now whenever they see like a shiny, shimmery, oily texture on someone's face, it makes their eyes water, which is yeah. so specific and so weird and very, very beige as far as flags go. Yeah. Could you imagine though, every time you put on lip gloss, it looks like your fiance's crying. Yeah. Because like, that's oh, that what apparently... Be it oh, that's a great way to really mess <laughs> with Just buy them. like a nice highlighter and really go to town on your face <laughs> after a fight. Big babe, why are you crying? Mm, is it my high cheekbones? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, my beige flag is that you tear up whenever you see lip gloss. And they're like, my red flag is that you torture me with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, we're in red flag territory. <laughs> that fully is. I will say one of the comments on there did kill me. And it's kind of completely unrelated. But it's from a user named Lindsay who said, my fiance didn't know what a casserole was until he was 21. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I'm not mad about that. I wish I had gone that long without knowing about a casserole. I know. that. I'm just wondering when this person grew up, though, because I feel like as a kid, all I saw were those Campbell's mushroom soup commercials that were like, oh, who, yeah. brought the green, who brought the green bean casserole, you know? Oh, you know what? Maybe they were born in, like, the year 2000 when casseroles were completely out of vogue. Probably. And only we're recently like, have casseroles come back into the culture. They have? Yeah, I don't know. 
No, Michael, even though I hate green beans, I do like green flags. Mm. And people have been sharing their green flags. I love uh, at Pammy DS shared a, a tweet that said, you know, what are your green flags in a relationship with a lot of little green flags underneath? And the comments were really nice. Like at Sage uh, Succubus, who succubus. had a, the succubus. Oh my God. <laughs> succubus. Succubus. It's Oy not a vey. common word. It's fine. My, my red flag is that I'm illiterate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which again, some people might like. Um, <laughs> someone who has a real kink for audiobooks. Oh um, my god. <laughs> okay, so Sage the Succubus uh, had a whole laundry list, and I thought these were very nice. Um, she's, they said, I don't have to repeat myself. I'm not given any reason to be jealous. Someone's got my back. I don't always have to defend myself. The attraction deepens over time. I feel secure. I feel cared for, even through the disagreements. And we can talk freely. Those are nice. Those are nice. Number two, I got hung up on. It said, I'm not given any reason to be jealous. Mm, that to me is giving a little bit of red flag because for me, a green flag is somebody who doesn't get jealous regardless if there's reasons or not. You know what I mean? Because reasons oh. to get jealous are all subjective. Somebody who is confident enough that I could be flirting with somebody and they're not concerned whatsoever. Dwight and I oh. are the same with that. Like he, he's bi, he's attracted to women. He'll point out beautiful women and I'll be like, yeah, that's, she's gorgeous, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like somebody who would be like threatened by that, red flag. Red oh. flag. I like the one from um, at Zoe Jenkins who just said shutting the hell up often. That's a great like, one. Zoe Jenkins would not be able to tolerate me One of my sister's best friends once described me as fun for 13 minutes. And then after that, she's done. (laughs) I'm the same. I wish I could shut the hell up more often. Mm -hmm. But I can't. It's hard. (laughs) Are you good at shutting the hell up? Do you know when to be quiet? Unlike us, let us know at thesocialdosepodcast.com. Leave us a voice message. Actually, don't. Be quiet. (laughs) The irony of a voice message telling us to stop talking. Speak up for once. Yeah. (laughs) This just in, the internet has picked another random animated character to obsess over. This month's lucky winner is just some boy dancing at the end of the Lorax. Videos of this character dancing are going viral around TikTok because honestly, he kinda eats. Paris with more. Thank you, Michael. Yes, the character is from the movie The Lorax, which came out in 2012, starring Zac Efron and Taylor Swift. Uh, He's shaking his little booty in the scene when the main character is planting the last Sneed tree seed. As you can tell, this is a Dr. Seuss film, uh, hence the fake words. The song in the background, (laughs) going viral with the dance, is Let It Grow, an original song from the movie, not to be confused with Let It Go, a much more popular and successful song. And it was made into a sound... Do the Dance by user at DarkBoyFluffy. Currently, it has 3,429 videos under it. And I honestly feel like this is the next big TikTok dance trend, Michael. What do you think? Oh, I a thousand percent agree. And this is a trend even I could do. Like, this is a dance trend that requires no skills. It just requires a butt, right? Yeah, but but that's a big ask for some people. That's a big well, that's ass true. for some people. <laughs> that's a big, a- big ass ask. That's true. You do literally need a butt to do it. It's sort of like, friends, if you haven't seen it, it's this little boy and it's sort of adorable because it pans quickly, but he's from behind and he's just doing this little like cute little twerk type motion back and forth with his little yeah. arms out and he's just dance. bopping his little boop. Like it's... So cute. So I love that people are doing this. This first came across my timeline with actor at Justin Foucault. 
um, who's wearing like a little blue shirt, little khaki shorts, and he's got his butt out. And he's like sort of a thin, twinky type of guy, but does mm-hmm. one of those twinks with like a pretty big butt. And the way he's moving it back and forth, though, I will say sort of define defies biology. Like, I didn't know. Like, I can yeah. bounce my eyebrows, right? He can actually, <laughs> like, not only is he sort of shifting his hips from side to side, it's like each cheek is lifting. I don't know how he's doing it. Um, yeah, but his caption it's very was, impressive. It is. And the caption was, POV, life's falling apart, but at least I have the kid from the end of the Lorax dance down. I think that's what he meant to say. But, that makes sense. Yes. Um but, I mean, goes to show that I, much like at the Undead Fox 74, who said, who here actually read the top text? Clearly not me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you definitely did not. You saw that Twinks. That yeah, you saw yeah. that Twinks big can hypnotizing you back and forth. And you said, yes, like, <gasps> comment, <laughs> I, follow. I was, <laughs> I was with I don't know Brit underscore no who said, how it moved like that? Truly, yeah. I was just like transfixed. <laughs> I was like, is that real? Well, that's what first made me laugh about the original video from Dark Boy Fluffy, because it's just like a clip from the movie of the boy doing the dance. But the text on the screen just says, why the fuck he dance like that? (laughs) A situation where nobody had any business like doing like a fierce booty dance. And then this little child just comes in and really eats the girls up for no reason. Hilarious. Uh Did you see that the original or that the official Lorax page has been trolling people in the comments? (gasps) No. What have they been saying? So somebody commented, did it a little too good. You sure you're not the kid in the Lorax? And then the official Lorax page commented, I'm the Lorax. (laughs) I twerk for the trees. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody else was like, I love you. And the other one said, the Lorax loves you too. (laughs) I just love someone going around social media pretending to be the Lorax writing in third person. Is it stupid for me to ask what the fuck is a Lorax? Oh, (laughs) Did you never read the book, The Lorax? I don't think I did. I don't think I saw this movie either. I was a huge Dr. Seuss kid. And The Lorax, he's this little orange fluffy guy. He sort of looks like, I don't know, little orange fluff, a little orange mustache type of thing. And he speaks for the trees. And the whole book is about corporations coming in and cutting down trees to like Like make... Like Fern Gully. A lot like Fern Gully. And so he, he... yeah, his thing is he speaks for the He's trees. He's the Dr. Seuss Fern Gully guy. Yeah, and he keeps warning them about the pollution, like the um, environmental effects of cutting down trees, and they won't heed his warning. And then at the end, they're left with this like gross, disgusting planet where they've made all this money and they have all these factories, but the world is disgusting and smelly. And then the Lorax literally grabs his butt. He by like he grabs his little like tail type floof and what? pulls it, and then he flies away like Mary Poppins style, where he's like, "Fine, I'm out," and says, "Fuck y'all." Basically, yeah. He's like, you didn't heed my warning. You ruined your planet. Orange floof. Goodbye. Well, Lorax, you did your best. You better work, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us, listeners. Before you go, don't forget to head over to the socialdosepodcast.com and leave us a voice memo or a message. Let us know what our beige flags are. We'd love to hear. Oh, I bet y'all have a ton for us already. The way Paris smacks his lips on the mic, I don't know. But send yeah. us a voice message and we might just play it on the show. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, Michael, I have to go steal the crown jewels and potentially conquer whales. Ooh, I have to go put in my blue contacts and practice blue language. <laughs> that translates to happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. 
The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Thank you.